And if you don't file the form, it's a $5,000 penalty if you're an individual and a $10,000 penalty if you're a corporation. And that's per property. I mean, it blows my mind. At one time, I had owned 43 properties in a corporation. So in theory, if I didn't file by the deadline, I would owe $430,000 for simply not filing a form. Hey, investors, you are listening to the Investing to Win podcast, the show dedicated to empowering investors to achieve financial freedom and live your best life. This show is committed to offering honest conversation between investors, common sense strategies, real-time market updates, and professional guidance to achieving financial freedom. Investing doesn't have to be super hands-on or complicated. We are all about passive investments with real gain, so you have freedom of time and money. Your host is none other than Garrett Wong, who brings decades of experience in buying, renovating, and managing cash flow investment properties. Thanks for being here and get ready to invest to win. So I just finished a really informative recording. It's a solo podcast doing something a little bit different. So you're stuck with me for the next 10 to 12 minutes. Today's topic was the underused housing tax. There's a lot of confusion out there. And quite honestly, I thought a solo podcast was the best way to approach such a time-sensitive topic. So I did my research, I spoke to my accountant at length, and then I recorded as best I could the key takeaways. So if you own a rental property, the next 10 minutes could literally save you thousands of dollars in penalties. So grab a pen and listen in. Welcome investment community. This is Garrett Wong, your host of the Investing to Win podcast. Okay. We are going to be doing something a little bit different today. I wanted to get an accountant on the uh, podcast today to discuss the underused housing tax or UHT as it is uh, referred to. But you know, this is the middle of March. We're about six weeks away from filing tax returns and trying to get an accountant to commit to a last minute podcast. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do some research, speak to my accountant and give you a summary of something that you can take back. I, I really want to sort of get an urgency to get this information out there. So my goal is to have this short podcast as a reference that people can use. Uh, my hope is that you can spread the word as much as possible. So please, if you find this valuable, share it to anyone that owns a rental property. So let's talk about my, uh, my disclaimer here first. I am not an accountant, not an accountant. Use this podcast uh, to make you aware of the issues, but then please speak to your accounting professionals, see what category you fit into, and if this new law affects you. Now, I wanted to do this podcast because I own rental properties. And like most people, I heard last year the federal government had passed a law, and I thought it was for non-residents, and I live here, so it doesn't apply, right? Now, before I get into anything, let's talk about why you need to listen to this podcast. So don't touch that dial. Potential penalties, monetary penalties. If you fall into a certain category, you need to file a form regardless if you owe any tax or not. And this form must be submitted by April 30th, basically four months after the end of the previous calendar year. And if you don't file the form, it's a $5,000 penalty if you're an individual 
and a $10,000 penalty if you're a corporation. And that's per property. I mean, it blows my mind. At one time, I had owned 43 properties in a corporation. So in theory, if I didn't file by the deadline, I would owe $430,000 for simply not filing a form. I'm going to repeat that again so you can make note of this. $5,000 penalty if you're an individual and a $10,000 penalty if you're a corporation, regardless if you owe tax or not. This is the penalty for not filing the form. Okay, hopefully I've got your attention. Let's go back to basics. What is this underused housing tax? Well, according to the internet, the underused housing tax is an annual 1% tax on the ownership of vacant or underused housing in Canada that took effect on January 1st, 2022. The tax usually applies to non-resident, non-Canadian owners. In some situations, however, it also applies to Canadian owners. Why did the government do this? As outlined in the budget of 2021, the stated purpose for introducing a national underused housing tax was to ensure that non-resident owners who are using Canada as a place to passively store their wealth in housing pay their fair share. There's an FAQ online, and honestly, I've read the FAQs about several dozen times. And honestly, I'm not confident in the info. Do I need to file or don't I? Do I have to pay the tax or don't I? So I spoke to my accountant this afternoon, and here's a summary of what I know. You either fall into one of two categories, an excluded owner or an affected owner. The government website says if you're an excluded owner of a residential property in Canada, you have no obligations or liabilities under the Underused Housing Tax Act. Did you know that there is a big difference between investing in real estate and becoming a real estate investor? People become real estate investors all the time. They get into a flip or conversion project or even dealing with long-term tenants, and they come back to us to tell us the same thing. It's like having another full-time job. I don't know about you, but that's not what we call investing. Investing in real estate is about having your money work for you in a way that is passive, consistent, most importantly, hands-off. So which one are you? Do you want to be a real estate investor or do you want to invest in real estate? For those that are open to investing in real estate and having your money work for you, listen up. Garrett Wong has spent decades helping thousands of property owners navigate the ins and outs of property investing and management through his award-winning company, Upper Edge Property Management. Their new division, Upper Edge Capital, is currently involved in multiple projects, from single-family flips to multifamily development. Are you looking for a healthy return on your invested capital or perhaps becoming a joint venture partner? If so, go to www.upperedgecapital.com forward slash invest to book a time to speak with Garrett and his team to see if there is a fit. Once again, the link is www.upperedgecapital.com forward slash invest. Now, back to the show. But who's an excluded owner? There's a ton of definitions online on who is and isn't an excluded owner, but I'll read out a few. So an excluded owner is an individual who is a Canadian citizen or permanent resident unless included in the list of affected owners. 
any person, including an individual who's a Canadian citizen or permanent resident that owns a residential property as a trustee of a mutual fund trust, a real estate investment trust, or specified investment flow-through trust for Canadian income tax purposes. An excluded owner is also a Canadian corporation whose shares are listed on a Canadian stock exchange designated for Canadian income tax purposes a registered charity for Canadian income tax purposes, a cooperative housing corporation for Canadian GST slash HST purposes, or an Indigenous governing body or a corporation wholly owned by an Indigenous governing body. Now, they have definitions of an affected owner, which includes but not limited to an individual who is not a Canadian citizen or permanent resident, an individual who is a Canadian citizen or permanent resident and who owns a residential property as a trustee of a trust other than as a personal representative of a deceased individual. An affected owner includes any person who uh, is a Canadian citizen or permanent resident that owns a residential property as a partner of a partnership. It could also be a corporation that is incorporated outside of Canada or a Canadian corporation whose shares are not listed on a Canadian stock exchange designated for Canadian income tax purposes. Or lastly, an affected owner includes a Canadian corporation without share capital. Confused yet? So we've got excluded owners and an affected owner. An excluded owner is somebody who doesn't have to pay, doesn't have to file. An affected owner is somebody who has to pay and somebody who has to file, or an affected owner could be somebody who doesn't have to pay, but has to file the form anyways. Now, there are exemptions like any of these laws, and there's a ton of them. And I'm, I'm not going to get into them. There's, there's just too many, and I think the topic is confusing enough. Um, so I'm going, uh, you know, I'll, um, I'll post something in the, in the show notes. So again, encourage you to look at those FAQs. All right. Anybody confused yet? Don't feel bad. It's convoluted at best. After speaking to my accountant today, I think he helped me summarize the situation. So I'm going to try to do that with two simple questions. Question number one, do you own a residential property? If the answer is no, then you're done. You can turn off the podcast. No, seriously though, what is a residential property? Um, There's a strict definition on the internet. The wording states, it is a building with not more than three dwelling units, with a unit defined as having a kitchen, a bath, a living area, and it must be a private unit. So, three units or less is a residential property, so therefore, a fourplex or larger does not apply to this new law. Okay, question number two. You want to ask yourself, am I an excluded owner? So, this is asking... Are you an affected owner or are you an excluded owner? I think it's obvious if you fall into the affected owner category because you own a property in Canada but aren't, you know, a Canadian citizen, permanent resident, and then you pay the 1% tax and you file your form. It's the gray areas that are really difficult here. So basically, the way it was explained to me, you ask the question, am I a Canadian citizen or a permanent resident? And am I a human? Now, I know that sounds funny, and I can almost hear the jokes, but it basically means, am I a human? Well, a corporation is not a human. 
Okay. A corporation then that owns property, you don't have to pay the 1% tax, but you still have to file the form. So there's another rule here that says if you own the property with someone as a partnership, you also have to file the form. But you know, co-ownership is different. So let's say you have two spouses or two friends and you co-own a property together. That's not the same type, you know, same type of thing as a partnership. And from I think what they're trying to say here, and this probably might affect, you know, those joint ventures out there. If you have two people that have a partnership agreement in place to own a property, you are in the category of an affected owner and you might not have to pay the tax, but you certainly and both of you will have to file this form. Okay. So most of our listeners are Canadians that own rental property and you're unsure if this affects you. So let's summarize these points I just went over. Okay, we're going to summarize these points really quickly to see if you need to file this form. Number one, do you own residential property defined with three units or less? Number two, are you Canadian citizen or permanent resident? If so, you don't have to file. But if you own your properties in a corporation like I did, you know, 43 properties, $430,000 of potential penalties, uh, then you have to file this form. Or if you own the properties as part of a partnership, you also have to file the form. And again, those penalties, $5,000 per property for an individual and $10,000 per property for a corp. That's as simple as I think I can make it. But please don't take my word for it. The purpose of this short podcast was to make you aware of the underused housing tax and to get you to speak to your accounting professional. And that's it. Hopefully you found this informative and that does it for this podcast. But I'm going to leave you with this last thought. I want you to think of someone you know that owns a rental property and then click that share button and forward this podcast to them. You could literally be saving them tens of thousands of dollars. Until next time, invest to win. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Investing to Win podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this on. If this episode made you think of another investor, take a screenshot and share this podcast episode with them. Investing to win is not only about helping you to win more, but win actually stands for Wise Investors Network. It's where we help our investors build a hands-off portfolio and have passive investments work for them. To see how you can potentially partner with us, go to www upperedgecapital.com forward slash invest to learn more. Once again, the link is www.upperedgecapital.com forward slash invest. All links can be found in the description below. Until next time.